This is the Telescopic World Season 4 Chapter 1. From first principles, we see a beginning. When all has been stripped away, our sinews and flesh laid bare. We are returned to archetypal children, newly born from the womb of life. Filled with the rage of retraction, the humiliation of nakedness, we are left collapsed within a corporeal form. And this is our beginnings. For we don't start spread out, with words and narratives extending beyond us in nine bundles. We start out as a particle, not a wave. Then as we expand, into others, our counterpoint their tonal interface. We exchange parts of ourselves for them. We are rectified, we grow. But too easy it is to become stagnant in our mere expectation, the affectations that are our attire, mere facade, in the face of the nakedness that lay beneath. For from dust we begin. To dust we return. To start. It must always have a beginning. And in the beginning we were all born naked. Without affectation or ego. Without knowledge or acquisition. In the collapse of our subjectivity, the stripping bare of ourself to a cage of the flesh, we lose purchase in both the realms of heaven and hell, but only so we might sprout roots in the soil, and grow again, with each season, we come and go. Reinvent yourself. Start over. Be born again. In each moment. Not in the faith of God, but in the recognition that in chasing your own loss, you fall prey to the hatred which reveals isolation and the further stripping bare of your being to one. For we are born alone. We die alone. But in between, we are permitted some coverings. All coverings are stripped, shed, with time. And in the moments that follow, we must grow new roots. Find new purchase. If we are to continue to reach our final destination. The first act is the rebirth in nakedness. The second is the scattered thought, which extends beyond the confines of your cavernous self, stolid and immovable, now, no longer attached to the projection of self into the future, giving oneself back to the world, in a state of abject holiness the holiness of innocence. For our coverings are a telescope, and below, from outside our shell, we are able to look into the deep. Yes, there is the telescopic effect. But if you look at a woman lustfully you have already committed adultery in your heart. If you have hatred for your brother, you are a murderer. There is no escape from the illusion of time. But it is choice which demands expression, the illusion of our own agency, the illusion of our own ego. For only in escaping oneself does one truly have freedom. There is a lesson to be learned. For in the budding and pruning process which follows, we carry a new seed into the future, a new pathway forward, a new hope and expectation for the future. But it is a hidden expectation. A pearl in the mouth of a seashell. For it is nascent, emergent, but remains hidden. In this bubble of subjectivity, which follows our nakedness, we find acceptance from our brother or sister. For we owe them no discord. No dissonance. And in that freedom from our own isolating negation, we step above the plains of abnegation into the abundant fields of grace, which lie above. In the path of abstention, in the sublimation of expression, in the war against one's soul, one comes to terms with everything that can be cast aside, to walk into a future where one is unburdened. I know this, do your duty. But I also know this. Hatred is murder. For in the space of the heart, the plate of expression, below the place where we exist as particle, there is a place without time where every instant stretches for days, every moment of openness the most profoundly intimate act. For oftentimes, the enemies which one seeks to vanquish are truly within one's own heart. And the more you internalize, the more reactive emotionality you express, the more their hatred gets inside you, drawing you into a darkened corner, the prison, which becomes your home. A normative structure begins with the recognition that every thought has substance. Every expectation of presumptuousness. And the wars that we fight with our hands are first fought in our hearts. So I return to first principles, to the revelation of a world beneath this one. And a reminder of the battles that I have lost.
If you can see the beauty in everyday things, after wiping the sweat, grit, and grime off your face, then perhaps, just perhaps, you might see the sunlight at the end of the long dark tunnel which is this life. For negation leads to appropriation, appropriation leads to nakedness, but also weakness, the armor of a thousand battles ripped clean from your chest, but power is perfected in weakness. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.